It's Saturday morning, school's out for the weekend, but the principal, ever busy, always working, is online interviewing candidates for the new school year. Things are going well. It's Saturday after all. But as she continues to work, something is not right. Things start to disappear on her screen. Icons, files, programs vanish from her sight. Why is this happening? She moves fast. Experts are called. She feels the tension rise immediately when a head of IT calls back in a panic. We have an incredible problem, he says. Fast forward to that afternoon, and for the first time in the history of the century-old Newcastle Grammar School, the principal sat with a message in her hands that read, $1 million in cryptocurrency, and you'll get your school's data back. I'm Jamie Wilson. And I'm The Hack. Welcome to the very first episode of Jamie vs. The Hack. Jamie Wilson. Hello, and how are you? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Jamie versus the hack. Why are we here, Jamie? Mate, the reason why we're here, there's very little education in regards to what happens when you get hit, the understanding from a board, but more importantly from an individual, when we do get um, criminal activity. Mate, I'm the example of that. <laughs> I have no idea what this means. I, I don't. I, I, I'm the hack today. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this because when I saw that a... You know, like we're talking about a school and an institution here that has been around for a long time and, and they've been incredibly, like looking through this story, they've been incredibly transparent about what happened to them, which is, in, which is awesome. Like, you know, we're really learning a lot from them. But, but the, thing, I, I, the thing that gets me about this is that, you know, the, this, this is just a school in Newcastle. Like it's not like, like they're, they're a prestigious school, sure, but they're not like one of the big guys in Sydney they're not like one of the big big schools up in in Brisbane and I wouldn't have imagined them to be a target like what like let's start there like how does that happen like who's vulnerable to this well it's worth a million dollars why wouldn't you (laughs) it's it's education it's their data it's it's their files and the thing is people don't realize the value of holding that data that information of those children those kids are going to um, grow up and before you know it they're going to get mortgages and home loans and whatever um, financial um, like info like the the stuff that they'll be handing over to other people that's right that's so right. so, so you're telling me like that hackers will think that far ahead they're like these guys are kids but i'll get their data now and i'll be using this for years and years and years data is the new oil the advantage of being able to steal one's data it's not just about today but you can on sell it five years, ten years down the track. You can keep on reselling it. Now, we know that over 60% is to do with identity fraud. Now, this here, school kids coming through, you already know. Okay, first take, let's turn around and hold them to ransomware. We can make money out of it. They don't want to pay? Well, guess what? We've got all the kids' data. 
Not only that, we've even got their parents' data. And the teachers' what about data. The staff? Yeah, yeah, right. It just keeps on going on. I've got to tell you, this is the first time I've actually thought about that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I, I work in marketing this, but I actually hadn't thought about the, the, the problem with a hack now hitting me in and 10 years' time. I've, I've been hacked. I know that I've been hacked. Like, Years ago, and it could right. come back like today. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and the algorithms are even bigger than what they were back, you know, five, ten years ago. Yeah. So you can you're getting smarter with understanding information, being able to use that, and being able to set up um, areas or being able to get loans and things like that. And before you know it, you've got all these credit, you've got bank accounts open. <laughs> you're thinking, hang on, I didn't move any money, yeah. I didn't touch a credit card. Yeah. And then you've got to go and say, well, hang on, this isn't me. All right. All right. This is, all right, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked because I, I genuinely consider myself to be someone who would normally think of something like that. But I, right. I have not. <laughs> Mate, I have not. Because, like, well, fuck, I've <laughs> I lost data. Like, I know I got, like, I know, you know, a company told me, oh, data got hacked, like, five, six years ago. Yeah. And I was like, ah, it's just, like, an email address and a password. I'll change that password. But you're saying yeah. to me is that... I should burn that house down. <laughs> All that data's gone, mate. You know, <laughs> count it that it may probably pop up later on down the track. Oh, okay. But even, okay, it's this education side, yeah. how valuable would it be with all the email accounts as well? So then you can turn around, like we're seeing with Dropbox accounts, for yep. example, where you go and see, share a whole lot of information that comes out from the principal. Next minute, you hold them to ransom as well. Yeah, it's right. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Again and again and again. That's right. Okay, so one thing we need to say here is that we're not like this podcast. You're here to basically school tools like me <laughs> about this stuff. We're not. We're not here to talk about you know the brands or the companies that are yep. getting hacked. We're just talking about what happens, right? And th- today we're talking about ransomware. So let's get back into this case study. Incredible story. It was through IT News. Um, the principal did an interview with them, which was amazing. Like, it was really, really quite transparent and sort of explained exactly what they did. And that, that intro that you did there, you said um, they get that that ransom note and before that she sort of was watching things disappear. So what mm. is happening? What When she's watching stuff disappear and the poor IT manager calls up and goes, we have an incredible problem, that's a yeah, bit... not good. <laughs> oh, that's not good. So what's actually happening? Like, as, as things... What's are f- happening? They're starting yeah. to encrypt. Yeah, all so the data. Take all me through that. Like, what do they do? Like, so what you would have found is that they probably would have had a phishing email that came through. So we know that emails there's a major increase out there on a global stage, where it's easy for a cyber attacker sending information in. Um, before you know it, they've opened up an email. They're sitting in the systems. Or, okay. Yep. Phishing attack. Phishing attack. Uh, all right. So we know the f- like f- for people who don't know that one. I do know a phishing attack is where they basically talk you in or trick you into giving you. Giving them your details, right? That's right. That's right. It could have been, oh, well, not even that. They turn around and send an email. It's got a link on it. It's saying, can you download an invoice that's come from the principal? Or could you send it on to accounts payable, whatever of the movement? By that stage, once you turn around and click on that link, voila, they're straight into the system. She's off and racing. That's right. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about this for a sec because... Okay, so we've got we've established that ransomware is when they encrypt your stuff and they hold you to ransom to get it back. Yep. And one of the methodologies in which they get access to what you do is through a phishing attack, which I think most people would have heard of. So you're saying that, for example, we all get dodgy emails sometimes, but 
in this, like not necessarily in this instance, but potentially in this instance, it could be something that looks just like someone, a colleague or something like that, and they're like, here's an invoice or here's something that's for right. you to sign or here's, you or, know. Or they've had a USB that's got ransomware on it. They've picked already. it up from someone. Absolutely. Like how? Like who, like Easy. Yeah. Um, you go and buy them from the shops, you know, you, you wander oh. down and, or you um, Hang on. handed one. So you're telling me that hackers will put ransomware on a USB in a shop. Well, it can be. No, 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 no. You normally find that where they get manufactured or if they're counterfeit product, they've already got oh, the ransomware sitting on it. Right. So, right, you know, right. being at a school, you could have a student that's turned around and go, here's my assignment. Right. Plug it in before Network. you know it. <laughs> How good is this? It's calling home. Yeah, right. Okay. Or an internet of things, the IoT devices. For example, I've seen a coffee machine. You know, mate, you can go and have your fancy coffee and have it like a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It's plugged in to your network. And guess what? No security. And hackers have been able to go through that straight into your servers. And then before you know it, they're sitting there. Now, they can be sitting there for quite a period of time, up to three, six months. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, just like this principle, they hit, they trigger it. And that's and then when shit gets everything, real. Everything. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Shit oh get real. God. All right, mate. I'm that's just not a way to, to spend your Saturday. I'm trying to think about how I would react to that. <laughs> like, for starters, you know what I'd do? For starters, I'd see stuff disappearing and I'd be like, ah, this is just my laptop. I'll just restart it, right? Yep. You know what I mean? But and anyways, a lot of people do that. Well, look, this this business leader has had the foresight to be like, something's wrong here. I need to I need to hit go. She's called IT. The poor IT guys are watching things get encrypted in front of their eyes. So what, what like, I don't know, what does that look like? So... Like if they're watching things get encrypted, what what's happening on screen? Oh, there's a whole lot of information. You know, your computer's been infected. Um, we're taken over. Oh, so they're um, actually like it's telling you as they do. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They'll even send out messages as well. <sighs> if you want us to stop encrypting, well, then you know you've got to pay a sum of money. In this case, it was one million in cryptocurrency. In cryptocurrency. See, okay, so in this one, like she was watching, they were watching things get encrypted, and then they get this message later on in the day saying, you know, give us money and we'll give you your stuff back. Yeah. Give us cryptocurrency and we'll give you your stuff back. Like, pretty frightening. It is, but like, how, like, at that point, like, it must be so tempting to just be like, look, here's the money. <laughs> just give me my shit back, right? So, what's, Mate, it is, what happens there? Okay, so the first, what they've got to do is go and report it. So, with the ACSC, so the Australian Computer, uh, Australian Cybersecurity Centre. Um, then they get involved and, you know, sort of step you through what needs to be done. In certain cases, if it's going to harm anyone, then you're able to go and pay the ransomware. Right. So we're talking about health. health especially yeah. to deal with health. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, they're very anti turn around and, and say, no, 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 don't do anything at all. So why is that? What, like, I mean... Well, purely they don't want to... Um, well, they look at it like terrorism. They don't want to encourage them. it. That's right. Yeah. But is the challenge you've got is that now I know that many organisations and small legal firms that have been done over. Now, they've called law enforcement and they said, no, sorry, can't help you. Then it goes to the federals. No, sorry, we can't help you. So what are you going to do? So don't call the cops is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Look, <laughs> actually, first point of call, call ACSD. Yeah, right. Australian Computer, uh, Australian Cyber Security Centre, right. and then you'll be fine. The, no one knows that. I know, Do IT I know. people know that? But Surely they know that. this is what we're here for. Yeah, this yeah. is all a part of the educational. Yeah. 
and getting people to understand. Yeah, right, right. There's a whole lot of challenges on boards. Now, I deal with boards every day of the week. Yeah. Their understanding of cybersecurity Minimal. is really, it scares me. Yeah, yeah, right. And unfortunately, they're too busy on the operational side. But I can tell you, once they've been hacked, it's like... They make time for it, baby. We need to talk to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So let's let's get back into this because I'm... Okay. Now, you, you said you call the Australian Cyber Security... Centre. Centre. All right. Now, those guys say, do not pay. Then what happens? Well, they will step you through what you need to do. Right. So then you have all your IT and consultants and everyone come in. And that's your cost, right? That's... That's Absolutely. Not, yeah. To the organisations, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. There's winners everywhere. So the Australian Cyber Security Centre do not help like help with the money side of things. They're just like, here's the process. That's right. Okay, okay. And making it aware. All right, so take me through the kind of experts I'm going to need to get myself out of this shit <laughs> <laughs> if this happens to me. Oh, Who, who's oh, on mate, the tools? Well, you've got that many investigators, um, forensic IT people coming in. Um, you've already got your established ad, um, IT administrators as well. Yeah, so you're, you've be, got your team, you've got extras. Uh, yeah, and then you've got the you know the experts coming in to say, okay, well, how are we going to be able to get our systems back up and operational? You normally find, because everyone's moved to the cloud these days, you're not ha- dealing with on-premise and it's connected to the web. And so even if it is on-prem, um, with that meaning that the servers are physically located yeah, at right the school, yes. not with one of the major providers... Um, you still, uh, you know, have an external organisation that normally looks after your data recovery, data backups and things like that. But the challenge you've got these days is how long have they been sitting in your system? Yes, so this is my question, right? How important is it to know how they got in? Oh, Is it like, does it change the game in recovering things or is it mate, kind of like, mate, we're just going to... Put it this way. If you turn around and pay the ransomware, now there's high probability you will get the information back. I mean, can I just add to that? If I turn around and pay the, like, that is tempting, right? Like, a lot of organizations, that would be tempted to just be like, I'll just fix this. And a lot do. Yeah, right. Okay. Sorry, kick up. And a lot have. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, So, highly high probability they will turn around and unencrypt and away you go again. The problem you've got. When you don't turn around and pay it, the cost of having to bring your systems back up, um, the external parties also being involved, but more importantly, you've already got a backdoor in your system. So how long has that system had a, a backdoor where those hackers know that you've got a vulnerable IT infrastructure? Yep. So that's the challenge you're facing. Okay. So... Like, if we don't find out the way they got in, I might miss that on my reconstruction of whatever I do. So let's right. say I don't pay them. There's high possibilities, absolutely. Yeah, I don't pay them and I just my team is like, look, it could have happened any one of ways. Mm. We're not going to worry about that. We're going to worry about getting our stuff back. Yep. We get our stuff back and two weeks later, it's off and racing again. That's, that's what you're talking about. That's right. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that happens again. Who... Does that happen often? That, and that you normally find what will happen if they don't pay, they'll come back harder and ask for a larger ransomware. So it's like, ransomware. Hey, you paid last time. Yeah. yeah. You're back, baby. You're, I got the strip loan this time. I'm oh, getting man. the wagon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so stressful. <laughs> so, all right. Like, 
to their credit, like so if we talk about these these guys back at the school again, they didn't pay. They refused to pay, mm. um, which I'm assuming they were advised to do that. Um, they said they didn't find how they got in. Yep. So that's interesting to me. Um, but they, they rebuilt everything, all their systems back in one week. Well, let's hope they didn't rebuild <laughs> it back to the old way. <laughs> that's what I mean. Those standards didn't work. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. So imagine how much money has been poured into it too. To be able to get it back you're up and running better as off well. paying them. <laughs> that's the oh, that's the logic, right? That's the that's logic. right. You're better off paying. That's them. right. Yeah, okay. That's why okay. they've pushed legislation. No. Yeah. But there's a fine line. I yes. mean, over in the US, if you go and have a look over in America, they're trying to pass a bill that no one is allowed to pay for ransomware. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. Like, but do you, do at you the think? end of the day, <laughs> if you go and have a look at go- certain governments around the world, people that who have been fallen victims of it, yeah. mate, they're paid. Yeah, right. Do the people who pay reach out for help first or do you think they just go for it and go f- like and just pay the ransom and I just fix this? Some of them do, yeah. They, and they don't. I know some of them that have actually gone, paid the ransomware. <laughs> and even when you go and have a look at the stats that come out on a yearly basis of how many people have been helped to ransomware, Mate, add a lot more on top of it. Oh, yeah. Because those numbers don't get involved, taken up into it. Right. So, okay. So, all right. Question. <laughs> it's, all right, let's not talk about the school for a sec because it's like, it feels like they did a good job of reacting, right? Like they, they were really transparent about it. Sounds like they... Probably helped that the principal was working on a Saturday. Yeah, they were on it, right? Yeah. Straight away. Imagine coming in on a Monday and it's already cooked for two days and you don't know. Oh, my God. But it was cooked anyway. Yeah, because you, know, you don't know. it's happened, but it's a matter of hitting that button, trigger, and it's off and racing. Yeah, okay. Here's a question for you. If they, like, if they get access to my main stuff and they encrypt that, do they have access to my backups as well? Like Depends on how long they've been in the system. Yeah, right. So they could. But that would be their methodology, right? They'd probably Absolutely. hit backups first and then hit you where well, you... Well, you've got to look at it from a cyber criminal's perspective here. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they, they, they need to protect their livelihood. Yeah. You know, so if they've got the backups, yeah. then it's sort of like, okay, great, we can use that and we can sell that on the dark web. Yeah, right, because they're not just holding you to ransom. They're no. actually productizing That's your right. stuff. So first of all, they say you can have all your information back. They've definitely got a copy by now. If, if you yeah. turn around and pay that $1 million yeah. cryptocurrency, if you don't turn around and pay it, well, guess what? We're going to release it onto the dark web. Yeah. And then before you know it, all of that information is sold. Then that's when the algorithms and all that come into it. So you've got a whole lot of big data and information sitting there mm. that you can turn around and use it against an attack later on. Yeah, right. Okay. So, I just I have a one question about encryption because mm. I like I'm an idiot <laughs> and I don't understand it. Like I know encryption? encryption. I know what encryption is. Like I know. Like if I say it this way, I know encryption protects stuff. Like yeah. it, it jumbles it up, and then it will take someone with a key or two people with a key. To only two people with a key normally in crypto lock. <laughs> Ten people with a key. No, <laughs> ten a key. To decrypt it, mm. like what? Like what encryption do hackers use? Like if we knew that, we'd be able to fix it. But like, what? What is there anything that like they commonly use? Well, or is it just a 
like it's like it is common and it's encrypted, so therefore you just never know. Yeah, no. Once once you turn around and hit it, mate, it's gone. It's run. And then okay, so all right, I've gone through. Um, let's just say I've made it. Like I, this is just a question. Yeah. Let's just say I've made a deal with these guys and they're going to decrypt it. Like, is it like an instant thing that they no. do? So as much as you see it encrypting on screen, yeah, it's going to take that amount of time to, to decrypt, decrypt it, it as well. Yeah, sometimes it will actually take longer to decrypt it. Yeah, right, right, all right. But it even you're watching it and it's happening live on your screen. I mean, and it's a lot of data and information that's going through. You can you can watch it. You can watch it. Happen. Oh, you have no other option. <laughs> Once it's gone, mate, it's gone. Mate, it's like watching your it's favorite high. pub burn down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. This has been like I didn't expect this. To, I actually didn't expect this to be harrowing. Because <laughs> I'm a business owner, I imagine what would happen if this happened to me. Like, oh Jesus Christ! Okay, and that's the reality, though. And so many businesses don't get it. Small to medium enterprise, mate. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, challenges I mean, around that. And if we have a look at the backbone of here in Australia, yeah, what is it? It's it's small business. Yeah, like all of it and is, and sole traders as well. Yeah. And it would be so easy. I had a phone call. No, I had an SMS call last week. An SMS message that came through and said, Jamie, I've just been hacked. They've taken all my data, the whole lot of information. So I've been the laptop. Oh. Right. Um, like so I've got a new one. Should I change my internet provider so it won't happen again? Oh. And it's a matter of, well... It's not going to matter if you change internet providers. You're in charge of your own device. You can have your antivirus, you know, um, all the other cybersecurity mm. tools that are on your, your computer. Mm. However, if you turn around and allow them or you open something up, it bypasses the whole lot. So there's nothing to do with that. It's just it's just that gateway in and out. That's right. Yeah. So, all right, we're getting close to the end, I promise. <laughs> this is just fascinating. Um Let's just quickly talk about cert, like, all right, like I'm assuming a school like that would have their own dedicated service, right? Yes. Yeah. Can this happen to me in a cloud environment? If I'm- Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so- yeah. Look at it this way. If you're connected, you're vulnerable. That's it. So meaning <laughs> at the end of the day, okay, think of a two-story house. I give an analogy of a two-story house and I was with a cybersecurity expert law enforcement, and I said, can you paint a picture for me of the perfect cyber security house for me? Okay. And she said to me, Jamie, it would be, think of a two-storey house. You've got CCTV cameras, you walk up to the front door. It's a big timber door, double deadlocked. You've got bars and security screens on the window. You've got a big six-foot fence and a vicious guard dog inside. I said, right, what else would you want? That was it. Yeah, right. I said, what? And I thought, wow, you've really opened my eyes up here. Yeah. What about the individual inside the home that's connected to the internet? Yeah, like the threat's in there already. They can bypass it. If you're working in a connectivity and you're dealing with the outside world, there's nothing stopping them to bypass all your flash um, security or your perimeter controls. Yeah, my my right wheeler. That's right, mate. They don't even have to turn up to the property. (laughs) And they're inside the house taking the jewels of the organisation. Yeah, right. And that's what the challenge is. Everyone thinks, okay, we're going to protect it, like law enforcement sending in our forces. Like like the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, to protect that bit of land. Yeah. But we forget, it's a coal ball. 
They, they yeah. don't need to turn around and physically have all this armor guard or yeah. you know the air force defense or anything like that. Mm. It's, they can be sitting anywhere around the world, bouncing off VPNs, and hello. And you're in. So you're saying to me, it's not about the fence. It's about building the fence and the internals at the same time. Correct. Because I could be like, like I'm shooting myself now. I'm thinking about what I need to do. I need to put locks on our doors. You can walk into my office if you want. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's not good. <laughs> anyway, but. You know what I mean? You don't have to scan to get into my office, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's what this is, right? That's what this is. Okay. Well, well, that's one easy way to be able to come straight in. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're dealing with a the analogy, organization, right? That's the analogy, yeah. Well, the thing is it's your data. You know, it, it, you need to turn around and protect it. Mm. And that's what we do best. Yeah. So when you have a uh, risk or someone in the organisation or an individual yeah. within the organisation is hit with an attack or yeah. opens up a, a phishing email, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. we know where it came from, who actually had the poor hygiene, yep. be able to educate them, yep. but they never, ever get to the jewels of the organisation. Yeah, right, right. So, so that's the crypto lock point of difference. Yeah, the, yes. The perimeter. Yeah. So you hear about antivirus, firewalls, VPNs, monitoring systems. That's all well and good, and it's important. It's like having your locks, having your CCTV. Yes. But guess what? They it doesn't matter breached. if they're already in well, there. I mean, have yeah. a look at this year. Have a look at this year alone. Yeah. Even down to, and I know it's not for here, but Microsoft, their authenticator was breached. Now, they had no idea how much code they actually got, those, yeah. those hackers. Right, right. Jesus. Okay. Let's summarise. Ransomware. We're talking about a way in phishing emails, uh, a misguided staff member accidentally... A USB. You're putting a USB An in. IoT device. Yep. And they're in. And then they could be there for years. That's right. They, they could be there for years. W- look at the world we live in. Work yep. from home. Yes. Who's to say that your environment at home is not secure? Sure. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so they... they they're in, they could be in for years, they could be in for a second and go for it. Like yeah. it, It's whatever, right? And then you watch all your stuff get encrypted and you get a ransom. So the thing to do is call the Australian Cybersecurity Centre and they'll walk you through exactly the best processes to, to, to go through to solve the problems. We don't pay. <laughs> That's correct. We, we definitely don't pay. Do not pay. Because we don't pay because we're not necessarily solving any problems by paying. We've still right. got vulnerabilities, all those things. Then after that, we're left with rebuilding things, basically, and we have to accept the fact that we've more than likely lost a lot of data. That's right. That's the that's the Huge truth of, of data, it. and unfortunately, you don't know what you've lost until you need to go and get it. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Okay. And then it's like anything, you go and put something away, and you think, oh, "I'll worry about where that later." I put that? Yeah. Out of sight. Out of mind. Yeah, right. So you don't actually know until you need it. Is it do, like, do they, if you have to rebuild stuff, like, oh, that's a huge question. If you have to rebuild stuff, you can't, like, you can't get, they, no. you, they will never be able to decrypt that stuff, right? If, if you're going to rebuild, depending on what backups, etc. So even if you turn around and restore from the previous backup, which would have probably been, you know, last week, or even if it's 24 hour period, you've just lost 24 hour period. Could you imagine if it was an exam time? How good would that be for the mm, kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't know what you've lost. So you, you're left with the damage of rebuilding 
data and systems and that could cost you a lot of money. And unsure of that vulnerability. And unsure of how exactly they got in, right? So that's the reality of ransomware and that is the reality of only relying on perimeter security. That's correct. Right. Okay, we got there. I think I'm good. I think I understand ransomware. (laughs) (laughs) It's beer time. (laughs) I have been Jamie versus the Hacked. Jamie versus the Hack is hosted by Jamie Wilson, founder and chairman of CryptoLock. Learn more at CryptoLock.com. If you like what you hear, why not leave us a review? Or even better, tell two of your friends about us. Jamie vs. The Hack is produced by the team at the Content Division.